It's Future Teachers of America Day, and I've got a present teacher from America on today. Yeah, it's like a time travel episode, I guess. I I, I don't know. Uh, this is today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Friday, November 20th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, as I mentioned in the open there, it's Future Teachers of America Day. And no, we're not going to do any time traveling. We're just going to travel via Zoom out to my friend in Sacramento. She's been a teacher for several years, and I'll be talking to her about Future Teachers of America Day. If you know somebody that is considering becoming a teacher, you may want to listen to this conversation. If you've got some kids, in the class uh, out there right now, uh, listen to this conversation because, hey, come on, treat, treat the teachers a little, little nice there. Come on. They're, 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 they're doing a lot for us right now. Uh, even though it, it, it's virtually, no, it, it, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot more work. And we'll hear about that uh, in just a couple minutes. It's also National Payback Your Parents Day. Uh, I had my son on the show and I gave him some cash. I had my daughter um, today. For some reason, they didn't want to be on the show. I'm, I'm not sure why. Uh, but yeah, National Payback Your Parents Day. All right, let's take a look at a couple of our events for today. Well, in 1962, now I talked about this. It seemed like 100 shows ago, but no, it was uh, just a few weeks ago. We talked about the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, Well, it ended on this day officially uh, in response to the Soviet Union agreeing to remove its missiles from Cuba. The United States ended the quarantine of the Caribbean nation. Uh, learn more about the Cuban Missile Crisis by listening to our October 15th podcast. Yeah, see, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, I also, coincidentally, talked to Shelby, you know, the teacher that's going to be on later. Yeah, I talked to her, and we actually play a little I Love Lucy trivia on that one. So uh, what a coincidence, right? Uh, check that out. It's, it's a lot of fun. Oh, and you know, this Sunday, we are also talking about President Kennedy. It's the anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. Uh, We'll be talking with the curator of the Sixth Floor Museum. So, you know, you got to go back to the 15th. You got to listen this Sunday. I'm going to just tell you, it's so much easier just to subscribe. Just do it. Wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe. Tell a friend to subscribe as well. Help us out. All right. uh, Looking now to 1975. Okay, so here's a show that I subscribe to, at least on Hulu, Saturday Night Live. I've watched plenty of reruns of Saturday Night Live as well, and I've watched the Chevy Chase reruns of him doing Weekend Update way back when, right? This is back in like 1975. Okay, so on this day in 1975, Francisco Franco passed away. Okay, so Francisco Franco was the head of state of Spain. And see, he was kind of in touch-and-go conditions for quite some time. So NBC News kept reporting that he was not yet dead, essentially, that he was still alive. So Chevy Chase decided to turn that into a bit. Well, after today, after the death of Francisco Franco, Chevy Chase would report on a fairly regular basis that he was still dead. It was a pretty funny bit, <laughs> you have to admit. I never really got it uh, until I learned the story that, you know, Francisco Franco uh, spent a long time on his deathbed. <laughs> All the best jokes need explaining, I guess. All right, let's, let's turn now to 1984. Uh, McDonald's made its 50 billionth hamburger. 
Yeah, they sell about 2.4 billion burgers per year. That's a lot of burgers. All right, let's let's look at the history a little bit of McDonald's. Back in 1952, they were selling 1 million burgers per year and about 160 tons of fries. This is back when the McDonald's brothers owned the restaurant. In 1954, they saw those numbers begin to grow even faster. See, Ray Kroc, a milkshake equipment salesman, joined the business. He helped to expand the company, and by the end of 1955, they sold 15 million burgers. By 1958, thanks to uh, some massive expansions of uh, the franchise stores opening, they hit 100 million burgers. Two years later, that was 400 million, and you know now it's somewhere above 300 billion. They could be getting close to 400 billion. Uh, we haven't really received a good count because what they did at some point, they started to change the signs back in the 90s, where they wouldn't put an exact count. They used to update the signs every once in a while and, and by the billions or by the millions or, you know, things like that. They don't do that anymore for some reason. Um, if you want to learn more about the McDonald's story, the movie The Founder describes the unbelievable story of how Ray Kroc bought out the McDonald's brothers for just $2 million. Yeah, $2 million bucks. That's it. Now, they were supposed to get a percentage of all royalties, but that was just a handshake deal. And it never happened. Okay, so based on the percentage amount that they were promised, the McDonald's family would have a little over $100 million per year at this point. Wow. Uh, don't do handshake deals. Uh, get a signature <laughs> when you do it. Hey, and just in case you decide to buy a newspaper, you want to buy a newspaper? Well, you don't have to actually buy one. This will probably be a handshake deal. I don't know. Well, see, last year, the Skagway News in Alaska, see, the, the, the editor of the paper and the person that owned it got a job in, in, in Juneau and needed to leave. So she was off to become a teacher and the newspaper was left without an owner. So guess what? You can actually, if you want to move, to Skagway, take over the newspaper. She's looking actually for somebody within the community to take it over long-term. And yeah, you can take it for free. It's just yours. So move to Skagway, be a part of the community, and then you get your own newspaper. That, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, I would, I would do that. All right, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we're going to talk uh, with Shelby about the future teachers of America Day. We'll be right back. Yeah, head up and on a little 50s TV sounding music. I've got Shelby on the show and she's participated in our I Love Lucy trivia, some Brady Bunch trivia. Well, you know, she's also a teacher in Sacramento and I wanted to bring her on to talk about future teachers of America Day. So, hey, Shelby, how are you? Hey, it's Mrs. Haynes to you, mister. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I forgot. Uh, do I have to sit at the back of the class now? Or? <laughs> I did always used to sit at the back of the class. I, I, I am that person. Uh, you, you remember. So Shelby and I actually, we did go to high school together. Did we go to middle school together as well? Were no, we there at the same school. time? Just high school. Okay. No, no. Yeah, I think we missed each other in, in, in middle school. Um, so uh, teaching, a lot of people may be considering that particular career. It's, you know, future teachers of America Day. What should they expect actually when becoming a teacher? Well, I would say, start off by saying that teachers are some of the most dedicated 
employees. You do not go into teaching because it's an easy job. Uh, you certainly don't go into teaching for the money, right? We all know that. <laughs> right. Um, so truly, you go into teaching because you love children. You love teaching. You love the moment that the light bulb goes on. You love the moment that you make a connection, um, watching students come into your classroom and then leave with more knowledge and skills um, than they had when they first came is just an amazing experience. And that's what teachers love. And that's all teachers, whether you know, you're know you preschool all the way up to a college professor. It's, it's what we love is to get that light bulb to click on and to get that knowledge and that love for education and that thirst to want to learn more. So I think teaching is a really exciting career, but there is, you know, it, there is a lot. I mean, you definitely have to know what you're getting into as far as your commitment to a district, to a school, to a campus. It is a tough job, but it's probably the most rewarding job out there. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think people have determined this year or have said this year that teachers are like the, you know, like, okay, we've got the first responders, right? We've got fire and police and all of that. But I really feel like with this year and what teachers are going through, in a way, you're like first responders because you're doing this whole new thing with Zoom and having to learn all of that like on the job as it's happening. Like you didn't have any training probably. I'm, I'm assuming you didn't have any no, training on Zoom no, or how little. to teach remote. So how is no. that going? <laughs> very, very little training. Um, you know, it's a struggle also, but again, it's interesting because we feel like first responders because education is so important and making connections to students right now in this really difficult time mm -hmm. when they are separated from friends and peers and sometimes their loved ones that they don't get to see grandparents or extended family. So we find it really, really important and extra important to be making connections and get education successful and accessible for students. So um, definitely hard. We feel like first responders also because we have teachers who have been forced back into the classroom across the country when right. perhaps it wasn't safe to do so. Um, so that's another thing is putting your health at risk because you want to do what's best for a student and deciding what's best, whether we go back now or later after vaccines is a really challenging and controversial issue. But oh, no, we yeah. had very little training with Zoom. You know, in March, it was we were told our school was closing for two days. Then we were told it was closing yeah. for two weeks. And, and then we were told we'd be back in June, right? So um, it was it was very interesting. And then you kind of just every week were, were figuring out what we were going to do next. So um, Zoom was definitely interesting. But, oh, yeah. you know, teachers do what teachers have always done, which is we do what we think is best for the kids. Um, so one of the things that we really found challenging was that we had to almost stop watching social reading social media or following the news or sometimes even reading the newspaper because teachers were getting hammered a lot in the beginning in the news and some people were saying teachers like this this must be easy you like being at home you don't want to go back to the classroom and this is i will tell you by far out of my 17 years of teaching and most teachers will say the toughest um, it's ever been for us. These are the longest hours we've ever worked because we're working late into the night to be sure that the technology is accessible and it's working and that our programs are interactive and fun and engaging because we're asking little people, we're asking people as young as five years old to be sitting in front of a computer and we need to make sure it's accessible and fun and rewarding for them to do that. So um, it's really been an interesting challenge, but teachers have taken it on. And I think teachers across this country have done an amazing job doing so. I read a story um, about a school in New York, 
and they were doing the Zoom classes and they required the cameras be on. And they actually decided to make a change in that because they would sort of see the the inequalities in the living situations. Um, yes. Has that been an issue with, with your classes? Yes, um, Have you seen that? yes, and that's a major reality um, that students are facing. And so in our district in Sacramento, we do um, not require that cameras are turned on. We prefer that they are. We ask students to turn on cameras, but they are not um, disciplined in any way if they don't. And it's just for that reason. Part of it is students may not want us to see what's going on in the background. There is that privacy piece. They may not have their own space. A lot of students don't have their own room or their own corner or their own desk. And so sometimes there's several kids in one small space all trying to get their work done. So yeah, it's definitely an equity issue. Um, So we don't wanna force students to do anything that makes them uncomfortable. And on the other side of that though, we have seen some pretty hilarious things and could probably write a pretty funny book, a PG-13 rated book on some of the things we've seen going on in background posts. Um, Some of the things that we've heard people say when they're not muted, but they think they are. So we as Mm -hmm. teachers get together and we kind of laugh and think someday we are going to write a book about 2020 teaching because it could be hilarious. Well, I think we need a little separation between now and then just so that, you know, uh, there's no names mentioned or things like that. Yeah. Some parents that we will never look at the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, yeah, that's right. You've got an eye into their homes. That's something that you didn't have before. Okay. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So, uh, thank you for thank you for jumping in today for Future Teachers uh, of America Day, uh, teaching us a little about what it's like to be a teacher. Hey, thanks for coming. We look forward to seeing you again. Let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Okay, this one will make you feel old. Remember the gymnast Dominique Dawes? Yeah, she's turning 44 today. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy was born on this day in 1925. He was assassinated in 1968. Connie Talbot. She is a singer and a songwriter. She turns 20 today. Josh Turner is 43. Madison Shipman, you know, the, the actress, she, yeah, she turns 18 today. Mike D from the Beastie Boys turning 55 today. That's your look at November 20th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.